0: When you think about marketing in general, um, and and even your brand, brands really don't have anything unless they're assigned a meaning, and a meaning really comes from being able to tell a compelling story. People want to be able to connect emotionally with what you do, not necessarily with what you sell, but how what you sell helps them either be better in some way, uh, financially or um, in security.
1: Welcome to Digital 99s. I'm your host, Alisa Parker. Digital 99s highlights the amazing work being done by women in IT and marketing. EpiServer has created this series to celebrate digital leaders who are truly transforming their fields. Today we meet Kelly Richter. Since joining the Dallas-based investment company Behringer and Provasi Capital Partners as Chief Marketing Officer, Kelly Richter has overseen the rebranding and strategic repositioning of the company and established the marketing function as a center of excellence. Welcome Kelly to Digital 99s. It's great to have you here with us.
0: Thank you, Elisa. I'm glad to be here. Kelly,
1: tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do exactly at Provasi Capital Partners.
0: So I am Chief Marketing Officer of Parvasi Capital Partners. It is a wholly owned subsidiary, the financial business of Behringer, who was our parent. And I have overall responsibility for directing the marketing strategy for all of our investment offerings on the platform, and that includes the development and management of our corporate brand, um, our brand positioning, our product branding, as well as multi-channel marketing communications, analytics insights, digital and uh, public relations, social media, internal communications, training, and event programs. It's kind of a long list of items that really sort of culminates in positioning our company competitively um, and our brand competitively so that people choose to invest with us.
1: And as your experience, yeah, I know it's primarily in marketing for financial services uh, organizations. Did your interest lie initially in marketing or was it financial
0: services? So the short answer is really neither of those. I, I started out, out of college. Um, thinking I was headed to law school, actually, and, and uh, the school I had my eye on required five years of professional experience before you could apply to law school. So I knew somebody in the legal department um, in Minneapolis at what was then known as IDS Financial Services, now known as Ameriprise, and I started out there working on financial products, including limited partnership deals, and, and really sort of was caught by off guard, frankly, that I really enjoyed the financial services space. It was just unknown to me really until that time and thought, wow, I could actually have a career in this. And probably uh, five years into um, my tenure with IDS, it became part of the American Express business. And I had the opportunity to um, kind of begin in a marketing role with them. And I went back for my master's in business and focused in marketing. And I've been doing it ever since.
1: And you recently undertook a large rebrand and assisted in refreshing the corporate identity of Privasi Capital. This included changing the name of your company twice in two years. So as a manager, what, what challenges did this present?
0: Well, I I mean, I think any time you rebrand a company, you need to consider many, many factors. Um, And and branding is really on a spectrum. Anything from, you know, thinking about who you are as a business, who you're trying to reach as an audience. And Behringer, as the parent company, had been very well known um, and continues to be in the real estate space Um, But the Behringer Securities business became, um, you know, expanded from a single investment shop of real estate into multiple investment strategies. And it was a challenge uh, for the business to be known beyond real estate and other investment strategies. So we thought we really have an opportunity to reach our audience with a new message, and it really makes sense for us to consider on that spectrum of names and thinking about how we position ourselves do you go from you know something that's invented entirely or do you use something that's connotative in nature that helps tell your story and we ended up uh, with Pravasi capital partners as a new brand uh, because it really sort of is a Greek derivative of the word access and we wanted a message out to our key audience who in in our cases financial professionals and helping them understand that that through us they would have access to unique investment strategies and unique investment managers as well as thought leadership and other resources that advisors need today so our challenge was was really first and foremost the the whole new naming process and then secondly um you know getting our name out there and promoting it um and and through really all channels
1: kelly you spoke to the influence of telling the story and how important that is, and how important that is actually in creating a brand. Can you speak to that a little bit more, both on a personal level for you? And what are you seeing right now as well in your own industry around that personal connection to your clients and customers?
0: When you think about marketing in general, um, and, and even your brand, brands really don't have anything unless they're assigned a meaning. And a meaning really comes from being able to tell a compelling story. People want to be able to connect emotionally with what you do, not necessarily with what you sell, but how what you sell helps them either be better in some way uh, financially or um you know, insecurity, and so you know if you can help your target audience. Again, as a reminder, our audience, are financial professionals, not the investors themselves. It how how why we're here, um, and how we understand their needs and challenges, and what what we offer helps them. So our name really is, is the door that opens um, that dialogue by saying look this is we understand what your challenges are and we understand the challenges and needs of your clients um, we're here to help you with that our, our name means access and, and access is um, not only the investment solutions, but also the resources to help you build your practice. So being able to tell a story helps people get drawn in and want to learn more about you and what you can do to, do, um, to help them. And, and oftentimes uh, reciprocate that assistance, um, bringing that business back to you.
1: My guest is Kelly Richter. She's the Chief Marketing Officer at Pravasi Capital Partners. Kelly, what are some new skills that were required from your team, and how did these efforts help improve customer experience?
0: So I think what we've seen in terms of skills having to evolve is... Um, You have to think about not only um, trends in technology, but you have to think about trends um, generationally and how younger people, uh, whether they're your end consumer or or business partner or your own employees, um, are more tech savvy. Um, And so having to evolve the business um, digitally to uh, be where your audience is and how you attract employees um, to that new, the new tools and technologies to help deliver that uh, has been an evolution that I've seen ever since joining this company, certainly, and it has accelerated um, since I've been here in 2009. Um, it's, it's been an evolution that continues to accelerate, and, and we want to continue to invest in the skills of our team so that we can deliver that to our audience.
1: And I know you're involved in a number of organizations outside of Pravasi that encourage and mentor young women looking to advance their careers within the marketing industry, in any industry, really. The American Marketing Association and the Board Connection are included in that. Can you tell me a little bit more about these organizations and how you're involved?
0: Sure. So I've been involved in the American Marketing Association probably 20 years or more. It has been a great venue for me as I've relocated with new professionals opportunities first from Minneapolis to Houston and then from Houston to Dallas and it's been a great way for me to redevelop that local network of professionals within the marketing industry and what's great about the chapter I'm involved in here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area is they established uh, several years ago a, a mentoring program seeing the need to really assist young marketing professionals in their career through more experienced professionals Um, and creating that connection through membership in the American Marketing Association so I was part of the founding group to kick that off um, and every year since then have been involved in in the program to help develop young marketing professionals um, really just helping them from anywhere from they're right out of graduate school or undergraduate school and early in their marketing career and, and looking for ways to either prepare for that next opportunity in their career or be as good as they can be in their current role. It's a safe way for them to ask questions of someone that isn't their direct boss. Um, so that's been wonderful to be a part of. and then actually on the other end of the spectrum is the board connection and the reason i say that's the other end of the spectrum is really these are very senior women these are experienced female professionals Um, and the board connections mission is really about uh, putting more women on public company boards and at executive levels within organizations and where that, I see that intersection for my, myself as well as uh, peers in the industry is there are not very many women in the financial services space at senior and executive levels and even fewer on public company boards. And you see that nationally under 20% um, of women are on public company boards when more than 51% of women professionals make up the total total population and so our, really our mission is to help um, position and advance women in that cause and uh, I'm very passionate about it and, and it's a great organization of, of wonderful women.
1: Kelly what does that process look like and uh, it's also I'm assuming the same in women running for political office for example generally women have to be asked to run have you found that to be the case in securing women to serve on company boards as well?
0: So what I can tell you is typical of of company board seats is they're often um, less accessible to women for for a number of reasons. Um, There's currently lack of term limits for the directors that are out there that are mostly male dominated. Um, The current directors want to stay in their role. Um, There's not really a consistent process to um, handle the director evaluation so they don't change very often um a lot of directors are sourced from ceo roles versus other c-suite roles and there are um by default more men in ceo roles and then filling sort of the board slate often comes from networking and um, people knowing uh, uh other board members knowing someone and often that tends to be someone that looks like them and acts like them um, that can be great, but what we've really found is that, um, and know from, from data, is that a diverse board, just like diverse companies, are more profitable. Um, they're, uh, they look more like their customer base, um, and, and you see better business overall as a result of diverse boards. But it's a challenge that at this time um, to sort of get that diversity, and, and that's what the board connection is about.
1: Well, and you're a visionary yourself, so what do you think needs to happen in order to shift the numbers? As you mentioned, it's, I think, around like 19% of um, board representation is, is women.
0: It It's right. It's anywhere between 13 and 19%. It depends on the state, and um, and it depends on the, the industry in, in those states. Um, I, I think it's going to be, honestly, a number of things. It's going to be a combination of things. It's going to be um, women um, doing a better job of networking, uh, women doing a better and more effective job of articulating their skills and capabilities. Uh, one of the things that we know about women is they are not as good at um, saying how, how much they've accomplished and what they've done, um, and, and they need to get better at it. Um, and then in, in that networking, um, making sure they know the, the, the people on those boards um, and, and then position themselves uh, for those next opportunities through the networking process. And, and the board connection is really about help, preparing women to do that, not only helping them network, but also being able to articulate their experience and their readiness. Um, and making sure in those networking conversations that those conversations articulate that that is their goal. That is what they're they're trying to achieve and and looking for. And the board connection also is aware of board opportunities um, and presents uh, ready candidates to those opportunities whenever possible.
1: That's great. My guest is Kelly Richter, and she is the Chief Marketing Officer at Pravasi Capital Partners. On the other end of the spectrum, as you mentioned, Kelly, uh, in the mentoring program, do you have a success story of a young woman that you've mentored or been part of that process in working with the organization that helps mentor women, seeing her thrive and succeed in this industry?
0: Honestly, I can tell you that everyone that I've worked with, and it just comes with the territory of, of the, the, the mentees in this program is they're there because they are motivated to achieve and motivated to to grow and develop and so they they Certainly get credit and own can take ownership for their own development and success in this process So by nature of being part of the program they're committed in their own development, but I will say that um, One in particular I'm, I'm especially proud of not only because she's been promoted twice since since we worked together Which was about three years ago, but also because she is currently running the mentoring program for the AMA uh, now um, as as the mentor program director in addition to her for full-time job, so So um, she has taken on a very public um, and extensively um, visible leadership role in in driving the mentoring program herself. So that's wonderful. Fantastic.
1: Kelly, where does your own passion and interest stem from around this?
0: I think, honestly, it's just a a factor of being in financial services from the fact that I finished undergraduate school, um, and, and that's now 25 years this year in 2016, um, always, um, or often I should say, especially as I've, I've grown in my career, I've had wonderful mentors, both men and women included in that, um, but as I have uh, climbed the ladder, I see fewer and fewer uh, female role models um, that I can point to, so it's something I'm passionate about in terms of giving back um, and also hoping to see expand in the future.
1: And Kelly, what advice would you offer to young women in, in your industry?
0: I think it dovetails off our conversation that we're having. I I think um, not exclusive to financial services, but certainly very beneficial given the conversation we just had, is I think a good mentor is really important. Um, and again, I, I would emphasize that. Um, those should not just be women uh, mentors, but but I would seek um, respected male mentors as well. Um, they're wonderful at giving feedback. They give you the perspective that uh, you may not have on your own. Um, and so looking for both uh, men and women uh, mentors and leaders that you respect and admire and aspire to uh, their positions or in their industry um, can, can really help you Um, not only with networking and meeting others, but also to give you that feedback and developmental input that uh, young people need as they're growing in their career.
1: So true. Just on a side note, I saw that you were heavily involved with the Dallas Marathon. Are you a runner?
0: I am a runner. My husband actually is an Ironman competitor. And so I do a lot of training just to keep up with him. I do not do the Ironman <laughs> events. Uh, I do not do the Ironman events. I don't know how I would squeeze it in. It, it requires literally hours of training every day. Um, but fitness is definitely a passion in our family. My, my two boys, I've got two boys in high school who run cross-country and track, and, and uh, we're, we're a fitness-oriented family. We enjoy it very much.
1: It's so important, isn't it, to really take care of all of yourself in order to succeed in all these other elements, especially your career?
0: Well, that's a great point, Elisa. I mean, I think um, everyone talks about work-life balance. It's I kind of think about it as a big pie. And at any given time in your life, some of those slices of the pie are bigger than others. But it's really nice to have a pie. <laughs> I have a
1: piece of pie anyway so true. I often say if the pie's unbalanced, then the wheel's not going to, it's not going to roll real smoothly.
0: That's the—that's a great analogy.
1: Um, my last question is, Kelly, this is more of a bigger question, but what would be your message to women around the world?
0: Um, that's a great question. I think to women, I, I mean, something that has worked for me, um, I think it's a, a, a tough thing to say that this is an appropriate thing globally, because culturally it, it can vary. But um, being true to your, yourself, being able to stick to your values is really critical regardless of the industry, um, regardless of the role. Uh, I think if you do that, you will have success, certainly in all our culture. And I, and I don't want to um, make that as a blanket statement globally because I think we can all recognize there are global challenges for women um, beyond what we face here. Um, but being true to your values, is, you can't go wrong.
1: Kelly Richter. She is the chief marketing officer at Pravasi Capital Partners. Kelly, thanks so much for everything you're doing to make a difference just overall and also specifically in this field as well, both for younger women and women who are making that transition and next leap to uh, really fulfilling their own talents and goals. And hopefully that is includes being on the board of a company.
0: Thank you, Elisa. I really appreciate your time, your great questions and this, and this program. It's fabulous. Thank you.
1: I'm your host, Alisa Parker of Digital 99s. Digital 99s is brought to you by EpiServer. EpiServer's Digital Experience Cloud makes it easy for digital marketing and e-commerce teams to transform their businesses. Thanks for listening.